the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1170. The answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy. 6 to 7 p.m. here in San Diego, coming at you all from the AM 1170 studios in San Diego. And it is hot, hot, hot in San Diego today and all over California. And we're going to be talking about that. But joining me, as always, is he, speaking of hot, he's always hot. At least his carrots are. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. This is original carrot, carrot stick professional grade. Oh, you think you're fancy? Have you seen the videos or the pictures where people put, um, un- uh, they cook cookies in their uh, cars? <laughs> no, but you've got I mean, my it's attention. It's so hot out right now. You can put you know, your raw cookies on a cookie sheet, put it on your back of your car or on your dashboard. By the time you get done with work, cookie's done. By the time you get done with work. You know, see, I, you know, I, I say, you know, for time's sake, because I'm always looking for efficiency, I just go straight to the cookie dough. I'm not one. I don't need to. I don't need to waste time in actually baking the cookie. But thank you for that tip. By the way, there are some people out there that are, you know, don't necessarily eat the cookie dough. Uh, but anyway, 888-344-1170. Chime in. Do you do you go straight? Do you cook it or do you go straight to the dough? That's the question of the day. Um, joining me uh, in this hour, we've got a great lineup for you guys. There is so much happening uh, here in California and San Diego and around the world. And joining me to break it down back uh, for the first time in a couple of weeks because she's been busy. A lot going on in her life is Sydney Powell. She's going to be back answering some questions. You know, she wrote the book, literally the book, about the corruption in the Department of Justice. It's called Licensed to Lie. And, man, has there been lots of lying going on out of the Department of Justice. And she will be here to weigh in about the FISA application, the, the warrants that were put forth, and the lies that were told to the courts. And I want to know from her as a former U.S. attorney and the one who wrote the book about the corruption in the Department of Justice, what she sees happening going forth, and whether or not anybody will actually face justice for the crimes that were committed against this country. A little bit later on the show, we've also got a news you can use segment. Uh, y'all may not know how kind of, I wouldn't say I'm obsessed, but I will say that uh, preventing identity theft and making sure that my financial um, uh, my money, whether it's my money in, in the bank or whether it's credit cards, just all the different aspects of identity theft and, and sec- keeping my identity secure is really important to me. And so it's not a topic I've talked about in a while. So I've got an, an information technology expert who's going to be on the show later. Uh, so you're going to want to stay tuned for that. This is a news you can use that I hope everybody tunes into. Um, 
then even later in the show, I, I'm hoping all my all my sisters, all my sisters down, my LSU sisters are going to be tuning in a little bit later because y'all got to you, – you, you're not even going to believe – well, you know what? You Andrea Kisha listeners might actually believe the latest coming out of the college crazy. That's a little bit – that's far later in the show. Got to start out by talking about the heat wave that's going on out here in California we have uh, a couple weeks ago, we had actually record temperatures. And I mean, not just records for this time of the year or record temperatures for, you know, this month, but actually we had record temperatures like in Ramona. It was it was the hottest it's ever been. Um, we now have another heat wave coming. None of this is unexpected. We always have uh, in, in San Diego, we average, I think, 70 something degrees a year. But we will have whether it's because of Santa Ana conditions Santa Ana winds or a variety of different reasons. We will have a few weeks a year in San Diego. We, in some ways, I would say we're kind of like a desert on the beach because it can get really hot here in San Diego. And my point for telling you that is because this is not unheard of. Even with record temperatures, it gets really hot. So why is it that we have a crisis going on right now with our uh, electrical system in San Diego, our power grid? California was, right now there's, there's, um, notices going out asking residences and businesses to turn out your lights. You're 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 being instructed. Normally, they tell us in, when it's the hottest time of the day, don't run your washing machine, don't run your washer and dryer. Now they're telling you between the hours of five a.m. and nine p.m. you shouldn't run a dishwasher, run uh, your washer or dryer, run any appliance. Basically, you're supposed to sit in the dark and turn your air conditioner to about eighty degrees. Well, that's even if you can run the air conditioner because we've had blackouts all over San Diego County. And when you're talking about parts of San Diego County that have have over 100 degrees, it is absolutely unconscionable that we have seniors in East County that are sitting there in this kind of heat when our systems, our utilities were warned. California's grid operator is asking uh, to limit the electricity. These were the same people that were warned months ago that the systems would be outstripped with the heat that we have. They haven't done anything about it. Now, yeah, you know, clearly there's a movement on the part of the left to push for solar and and we've got all these environmental regulations on businesses, all about climate change and all this kind of crap. Well, even if you believe in that, in the meantime, you've got to make sure that that you're not doing things uh, that like lowering hydro conditions. And I'm not an expert on energy, so I'm just going to I'm just going to read you, you know, what has occurred here. Uh, We've got the North American Electric Reliability Corporation that warned in May that California faced significant risk of encountering operating conditions that could result in operating reserve shortfalls. Uh, this is a result of, and, and they were right, it's a result of lowering hydro conditions, the retirement of dispatchable natural gas generation. Basically, every bit of this was warned about. And we've got a California government that's let its residents down. I'm asking everybody out there, who, if you, this is the time of the year where it's not just uncomfortable, but we lose senior citizens this time of year. Please check on your neighbors. Please check on those that you know that are vulnerable with children. And, you know, let's let's do what we can to help our fellow citizens here. Stay cool. Stay safe. Please do not leave a child or a dog or any pet in a hot car in San Diego. Never do that. Um, speaking of California, though, we did actually have... A good news story come out of California. It's the Ninth Circuit. So, you know, I got to start off with a little bit of negative about the, the heat warnings here in, 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 in uh, San Diego County. It's far, it's far bigger issue than just the fact that I've got cotton candy hair. 
going on from this heat. But here's some good news out of California. The Ninth Circuit, not the full Ninth Circuit, just a little mini version of it, but still a a three-judge panel in the Ninth Circuit actually upheld citizens' right to not just bear arms, but the right to carry publicly. Now, I know that there's experts on uh, the media out there today saying, don't get too excited about this because this eventually might be heard by the entire uh, Ninth Circuit. This is still a win. This is still a win. I'm still going to be excited about the fact that we have anything involving the Ninth Circuit upholding every time we get a little victory. The left counts every little inch that they get. They, they count it as a win, and they maximize it to get even greater ground, and they never, they never give up an inch. This is a tremendous uh, victory for us. Um, this, what happened was this case involved a gun owner in Hawaii um, who, um, I guess, was, it was ruled against him. This, I think, was actually going back to 2011. It was ruled against him that he could carry in public. It finally made its way all the way uh, to the Ninth uh, Circuit. Um, the appeals panel supposedly didn't rule on the merits of the case, but, you know, like I said, it's likely to go on and be heard again. Um, but this is actually by the full panel, but this is actually a win for us. And so I'm not going to overlook it uh, as a win. They said uh, in their ruling, we do not take lightly the problem of um, gun violence, but for better or worse, the Second Amendment does protect a right to carry a firearm in public for self-defense. So um, it's a win. So I'm glad for that. Um, what's not a win for the American people is this continued corruption that is going on with the Department of Justice and with our FBI. We have had the greatest abuse of power in the history of this country happen by our own U.S. government. The FISA application were supposedly revealed on Saturday. Hundreds of pages were redacted. There was a letter that was sent by the Republican Party, the House, sent to the Trump administration asking for declassification of the entire, the entire FISA applications. Right now, everybody's gnaw boning on whether or not any, uh, John Brennan, Clapper, McCabe, any of the rest should have security clearances. And I'm asking, really? That's, first of all, that should be a given. We should never have anybody who's left public life, who's no longer in that position, continue to have access Think about that. Continue. It's, it's like you've got a former employee. It's like you've got an employee who worked in the pharmacy, and he, and he was able to have access to controlled substances, had the key to the controlled substance case. He no longer works for the pharmacy, but three years later, he's able to come in and walk in and open up the case where you've got you know, OxyContin and stuff. Would you allow that? That's what's going on in our government. But I'm asking today, why is that even, why is that even what everybody's gnawing on today? Why are we still in a situation? The bigger question for me is not whether or not somebody should have security clearance. That should be a given that they should not have a security clearance after they've gone. And my understanding i've got Sidney powell's going to be here in a minute my understanding is that that's up to president trump to decide who gets to keep their security clearance it should be done wipe that out at this point the american people are really asking the question where are the indictments we know that there were crimes committed involved in this everything from lying under oath to the obstruction of justice to failure to to comply with subpoenas lying to the courts we know that fourth amendment rights were violated in the course of all that, and that is just what happened with these FISA applications and the launching of the, the Mueller investigation. We still don't have anybody that was held accountable for the fact of, of what went down with the email investigation. 
The American people want to see accountability. It is not enough what Jeff Sessions has done with immigration. We're going to talk about that in a little bit as well, because there's an interesting story that's come out about that. We must have, for the United States of America, the greatest country in the history of the world, to continue to exist as as it has been up until now, we must have accountability. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Sydney Powell, author of License to Lie, and get her perspective on this. It's the first time since she's been with me for a couple of weeks. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Halley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. I am sitting in my brand new X chair. I've been hearing about this chair. It looks fantastic, but it improves my posture. Think how many hours you spend a day in your office chair. Well, you select your X chair based on comfort and feel. It's perfect for small business owners, incidentally, to give away as bonuses or incentives to boost both the look of your office and the productivity of your team. Experience X chair for yourself. Go to xchairmike.com. That's just the letter xchairmike.com or call toll free 844-X-CHAIR. Your X-CHAIR comes with a 30-day no-questions-asked guarantee, complete satisfaction, and the X-CHAIR is on sale for my listeners right now, 100 bucks off. So go to xchairmike.com, use the code MIKEFOOTREST, and they'll even throw in a free footrest. Isn't that a great deal? xchairmike.com, use the code MIKEFOOTREST, or call 844-X-CHAIR. I'm going to be telling you a lot about this X-CHAIR that I'm sitting in. xchairmike.com, or toll-free, 844-X-CHAIR. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass a refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. 
visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free product that can help you lower and even eliminate your occasional aches and pains that come from aging or exercise and everyday living. For example, maybe you love to play golf or go on those nice long walks or even just walking up and down stairs without grimacing with pain would be nice. Staying active should be a big part of everyone's life. That's why so many people are now taking Relief Factor every day. If you're dealing with the aches and pain that come from aging or exercise or just everyday living that keep you from doing the things you love to do, the things you want and need to do, then go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. Discounted now to only $19.95. And you should know, the majority of people who do order the three-week quick start go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170, if you would like to call in on the topic of the day. Um, I think, what was my opening question, uh, the question of the day? Do you go straight to the dough or do you cook your cookies? <laughs> I think you can get salmonella from eating cookie dough. I have not been eating cookie dough and cake batter my entire life. I ain't never got no salmonella from from cake batter or cookie dough. But if you're so worried about it, throw your throw your cookie dough on the back of a bumper in San Diego because it's just that hot. And you know where it's also hot? Down in Texas where my next guest is. Joining me now in a long-awaited return to the Andrea K. Show. It's been a couple weeks and people have been dying to hear what Sidney Powell, author of License to Lie, has to say about the uh, at least what we saw that was released on the FISA applications. Hi, Sydney. Welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks, Andrea. Always great to be with you. Okay, so uh, the FISA uh, applications were released on Saturday, or at least 100 of the 400 and something pages. Uh, and it's always about what's not released that ma- that makes us curious because, you know, if this was such a valid application, if it was so valid that the the uh, spying, the surveillance of the opposition party, we had a sitting Democrat president whose administration sought a warrant to surveil the opposition party candidate and his team. If this was such a valid uh, application, why did they have to redact 400 pages of it? And why did it take them so long to give it uh, to give it to the people? Well, uh, it's the most bogus warrant application I've ever seen in my life. You couldn't use assertions like that to get a search warrant against a known drug dealer. So to use it against a citizen of the United States in a foreign counterintelligence investigation is just beyond the pale. A lot of the redactions are form information of what the FBI would, what minimization protections they would supposedly put in place. And some of it is the material they're authorized to look for, which is basically everything Carter Page ever did in his life and anybody ever communicated with. And it's far and wide, and it's going to you know, blow everybody's <clears throat> minds to see how much information the government can ever get, get from you if they re- unredact that, but it would still be 
a, a good thing to do. I think I think people should know how far and wide the government can go when they're given that kind of authority. But what struck me about it was that it's even worse than what I've heard anybody else talking about. For one thing, the government paid Christopher Steele. The FBI paid Steele uh, at least a number in six figures to, uh, I don't know, we can't tell from the warrant application whether it was only with respect to this or whether it was respect to this and other things. Uh, my guess is it included this too. They're very vague about it. When they're vague like that, it's usually on purpose. Mm -hmm. Like they were vague about what they told the court about, you know, speculating that the person was asking for information as part of the campaign thing. I don't remember exactly how they put it, but it was certainly misleading in the way they said it to the court. If I were the judge in that case, I would be absolutely livid and I would have people's, you know, what's in my briefcase. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, yeah, they, they, uh, the, the people defending this on the left right now are saying, well, they kind of alluded that it was, you know, yes, the FBI paid for it, but it was also paid for uh, by Perkins Coy, which was the DNC, and the fact that the Hillary campaign was operating and controlling the DNC is a whole other uh, legal issue and matter that's never been investigated. That was withheld from the FISA courts. Here's the situation. Yeah, well, what it really means to me is that the FBI was was conspiring essentially with the DNC and the Hillary campaign to get this information. Absolutely. And and they all knew that it was paid for by, by Hillary Clinton. They're all acting as, oh, gee, you know, I didn't really know that. Well, I, well e either we're to believe... Uh, either you're lying that you that and and several of them, whether it was Strzok or McCabe or, or Strzok and, and Rosenstein and others, said that they didn't really know that it was paid for by the Hillary campaign. Either you're lying to me, or you were absolutely completely incompetent and should be strung up just for your for your inabilities to be doing your job, kind of thing. But I'm not believing that for a second. They all know who right. who was who was absolutely behind it. So they know that they used propaganda. They have basically done here everything that they're accusing Russia of. They they waged a disinformation campaign against President Trump. They did it in part to cover up their uh, cover-up of Hillary Clinton crimes. They did it to interfere with our election. And then they and then they did it, launched a special prosecution, uh, prosecutor investigation in order to launch a coup attempt against President Trump. They lied to the FISA courts. They spied on an opposition party candidate. Then they lied about it. Comey, uh, Brennan, Clapper, and others lied when they said that the dossier was the main means of... of the FISA request. Um, they obstructed justice by refusing to fulfill subpoena requests by Congress in order to hand over the documents. We as an American made people. False statements to courts. They've obstructed justice. I mean, the list goes on and on. They've committed worse crimes than they've accused anybody else of, of doing. And most of what they say, I've learned, is simply projection. If they accuse the president of treason, that's because they're the ones who committed it. Exactly. And I and they've known all along that uh, there was never any there there, which was corroborated with the text messages by Strzok and Lisa Page on the day or the day after. I think it was actually the day that Comey was fired. They're texting each other saying, well, it's time now to open up that investigation we've been waiting on and lock somebody down on charges now that Andy is acting. And it was Ratcliffe in the congressional hearings who said, you know what you what you did right there? You're not supposed to open up investigations on the basis of who the acting director is. Right. And then and, you know, that that's called a violation of somebody's civil rights and duties that in and of itself should have wire and and, and uh, McCabe still has his security clearance. What's but I want to know from you, former U.S. attorney, uh, 
what specific crimes could these individuals and should they be charged with? Well, we don't know all the facts yet, but there are certainly uh, many crimes that would apply. Uh, false statements to FBI agents. McCabe is, is guilty of that, according to the documentation of the Office of Inspector General. Uh, some of the statements might have been sworn. If they were, then there are perjury allegations also. There could be false statements to Congress. Uh, Mr. Stroke certainly, uh, I'm pretty sure, has made false statements to Congress, and there are any number of places in the inspector general's report that document that either he or somebody else is lying, and my money's on him lying because I don't think he'd know the truth if it bit him on the nose. Um, you know, there are just any kinds of multiple kinds of crimes everywhere, obstruction of justice and their statements to the courts and other entities, it, there are plenty of opportunities for criminal charges with respect to all of them. Well, yeah. And, you know, it's funny because Jeff Sessions was at a Turning Point USA. Turning Point USA was a college organization, still is, large grassroots organization. They've since launched a high school version of it. Um, and in fact, uh, my godson started one at his high school. So the Turning Point USA has their high school version of it in D.C., uh, Jeff Sessions goes to speak to it today, and these high schoolers all start chanting, lock her up, lock her up. Well, and, yeah, 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 you hear Jeff Sessions laughing there. NBC, NBC uh, falsely reported that he joined the chant. He didn't join the chant, and you could see that he was actually, what he actually was, well, I wish he had joined the chant chant but he was kind of embarrassed in a sense that these high schoolers were basically saying hey ag do your job and start holding people responsible and people accountable for their crimes right yeah i mean what driving everybody nuts at this point i'm still trying to be patient at least uh, until a year end and the inspector general comes out with a second report on the fisa abuses which i expect to be even more damning of the FBI and DOJ than the original one was, and it was far more damning than the press has reported. I don't know if you saw my uh, recent articles on the Daily Caller, but um, there are several that are interesting, including the fact that our intelligence community has been prosecuting and persecuting President Trump. Explain. Well, you know, it all started with Brennan and Clapper and frankly, President Obama himself mm-hmm. deciding that they were going to do everything they could to keep President Trump from becoming president. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. I think I talked about that. I think we're talking about the same thing that I talked about on my show last night. Brennan was actually the one that started this false narrative. Here is a man he's talking today like he hasn't used his security clearance, uh, you know, to profit. He used that security clearance, ongoing security clearance with Jim Comey to feed information, he and others, to CNN, all to push out the false narrative that Trump had colluded with the Russians and Trump was trying to obstruct justice. Uh, th- there's absolutely no excuse for, for Brennan to continue to have a security clearance and then clapper when he's asked on cnn about uh well why didn't if russia was interfering with our election why didn't obama do something about it and clapper's response was well he did he was the one behind the entire investigation of trump and russia collusion (laughs) yeah i love that that's just great yeah they they keep getting caught in their own stories it's it's so fitting and and more and more is going to come out every day it's just going to keep coming out and when we get the unredacted versions of the FISA applications will have even more, 
And frankly, we need to get the first two, I think there were two FISA applications that preceded any that were approved. I want to see the differences in those. There are no material differences in each of the four, including the one that Rosenstein signed off on. So I don't know why he's still deputy attorney general. That man should be fired. No respectable lawyer or judge should have signed off on any of those FISA applications. So not only, yeah, not only did he do that, but he's still acting attorney general. He is, he's, uh, um, I can't remember, I don't know what the legal term is, but you're not supposed to be in charge of an investigation of which you are a witness and somebody who's under investigation. Then on top of it, Sydney, he's trotting out to the Aspen Security Conference, lecturing everybody about, you know, uh, the rule of law and this is nonpartisan and, you know, basically. Gag me. Yes. gag me. You know, there is, there, you know, in spite of the fact, I got to wrap it up because I know you're busy, in spite of the fact that the IG lays out all the different ways that that they covered up for Hillary Clinton's crimes and then said bias wasn't a factor. The American people aren't stupid, Sydney. More and more is coming out, and it's going to get to the point to where it's not just high school kids chaining Locker up. The American people are going to be like, you know what, President Trump, you've been in office a year and a half. You need to start, some people need to start being held accountable and indicted because we would be going to jail for the same thing, get rid of Sessions. I'm concerned that at some point, you know, President Trump is going to start being held accountable for the fact that his administration is not holding people accountable. Well, there are people in prison right now who committed far less less egregious offenses than Comey, Clapper, Brennan, Stroke, Page, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Sally Yates. Yes. And others. Susan Rice. I mean, this is a woman that went out, lied to the American people and said Benghazi was about a video when they knew all along it was a terrorist attack. That woman still got a security clearance. It boggles the mind. Sidney Powell, uh, the uh, the book is, as recommended by El Rushbo himself, the book yes. is License to Lie. Be sure you get a copy and go to Creeps on a Mission to get yourself a T-shirt. Yep, and get the book at sydneypowell.com. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it, Sydney. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye now. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. More of the Andrea K. Show on the other side of the break. We've got news you can use. We've got another uh, DOJ update. Interesting. This one involves immigration. You're going to want to stay tuned to hear about that. And guess what? Some good news involving NOCO. 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea K.? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Unfortunately, your next fill-up at the pump won't be half price. 
Your next night out won't be half price either. Here you go. I'll take that whenever you're ready. No rush. And your next trip to the grocery store, well, we know how that's going to go. But here's the good news. A quality private education can be had for your child at half price. AM 1170 The Answer proudly presents our private school half-off tuitions. Take your pick from quality schools, including City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, Heartland Christian Homeschool Center, Jump Preschool and Kindergarten, South Bay Christian Academy, Trinity Christian School, Valley Christian School, Victory Christian Academy, Vista Christian School, and John Paul the Great Catholic University. New schools are being added all the time. Check out the complete list now at AM. 1170theanswer.com. But hurry, before the school you had your eye on sells out. Then call the half-off tuition hotline at 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757. Dennis Prager here. Summer is upon us, and many of you were looking to buy or refinance a home. I'm here with a man I have great respect for, Andy Stike of Purpose Funding. Andy, what's going on in the local housing market? So the interest rates are going up. It's no big secret. We're still finding that we're saving people a lot of money by consolidating debt, paying off student loans, paying off high-interest credit cards. We had one person save 950 another 1100 and one client saved over $1,600 a month. So at Purpose Funding, you help people by saving them money? Yes, that's really our whole purpose. We want to put ourselves in your situation, tell you exactly what we would do if it was us. So AM 1170 listeners, call Purpose Funding now to purchase a new home or refinance. 855-600-7633, 855-600-7633. Purpose Funding, 855-600-7633. Gary number 0186-4104, MS number 273-299. HelpWantedSanDiego.com salutes the employee of the month, the one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Hey, Dave, you missed yesterday's meeting. You said you'd be there. True, Mr. Employee of the Month, but yesterday was opposite day, so when I said I was going, I actually meant I wasn't. Wait, wait, opposite day? So everything you said yesterday had the opposite meaning? Right. So, wait, when you told me you didn't have pink eye... I actually have a raging case of it. And when you said you finished the Q3 reports... Haven't even started them. Oh, well then, that must mean that when you were asking for a raise, you were really asking for a pay cut. Touché, Mr. Employee of the Month. Touché. <laughs> if you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. But if you want Employees of the Month, go where smart local job seekers find good local jobs. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster employees everywhere. Please don't write us to tell us you were insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. AM 1170. The answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. And, uh, you know, I was busting Jeff Sessions before the break. Got to give him a hat tip here because... He sent out a letter, his Department of Justice. Words matter. The left does a phenomenal job of playing the word game and using words against us in order to push narratives and in, in order to uh, c- c- change the minds of the American people and, uh, you know, and, and get in, in certain things ingrained. And they've done a really good job of that when it comes to immigration. Uh, conflating illegal immigrants with immigrants and, you know, all of the different wordsmithing that they do. And they've done a really good job of uh, using emotions as a way to uh, control uh, the population, in, in a sense. The DOJ sent a letter to U.S. attorneys to use the term illegal aliens rather than undocumented. 
And the reason why the left wants to use the term undocumented is they want to they want to uh, diminish. They want to mitigate. Uh, they it, it's it's about not it's not only about not telling the truth. The term illegal alien is a legal term, and that's why the U.S. Attorney's Office sent out the word undocumented is not based in the U.S. Code. The reason why the left wants to use the term undocumented is because they want to to normalize. They might want to make it seem okay that somebody's in this country illegally. It's an, it's not okay to be in this country illegally. You're not undocumented. That's wordsmithing. Undocumented is, you know, I've gone down on vacation and I lost my passport. That's somebody who's there legally in the country and they've just lost their ID. When you've broken into this country illegally, you've committed a crime. And that's why it's important that we get back. So what the Department of Justice wanted to do is they they send out a letter. They want consistency when any office is is doing press releases and updating the public in terms of what's going on uh, with the immigration. They want to make sure that the proper terminology is being used. And it's also a way of reclaiming the issue. They go on to say that it will clear up confusion, which is absolutely valid. So many Americans don't don't understand that they're, what the what the legal situation is here. They want to provide consistency in, in uh, the way that the departments draft releases. They go on to say that immigrants here of unknown status or legal or even legal should be described. Uh, by their country of citizenship, and U.S. citizens or green card holders are residents. Of course, uh, as an example of the fact that the left likes to play with words in order to play with people's emotions and craft narratives and mislead the public in order to push an agenda, the Associated Press, quote, style book, which is known as the Industry Standard Style Guide for Journalism, recently updated its terminology to refer to illegal as an action versus people and the department of justice in a good job has has reclaimed that because we are we are a nation that has the right for its sovereignty and it is under attack and we have a right to implement the rule of law in this country just like every other country has the right to set their immigration policies and have their laws enforced and respected by those who are coming to this country so that's what's going on there. Now it's time for the news you can use segment. And um, I'm kind of old school. I'm one of these people, you know, technology was brought to us because it's supposed to be about efficiency and increasing productivity. Um, but, you know, it's got a downside to it. And I'm one of these people. I don't shop online. I don't do any banking online. And there's a reason for it because, it, you know, it kind of maybe it goes back to uh, that movie. What was that movie, DJ Carrot Sticks with Sandra Bullock? And um, the, net. the net, we all saw what happened to Sandra Bullock in the net. And so it's been my policy that I do anything that I can to avoid having uh, my identity stolen and my banking records, my credit cards and any of that to be compromised. And that's become a huge problem. Joining me now to talk about this is Eddie Turney. Eddie Turner is an information IT expert and Forbes contributor here to talk about um, this subject. Hi, Eddie. Welcome to the Andrea K show. Hello. Well, thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here. You know, I've got some some friends and family that kind of mock me because I don't do any shopping online, even if it says it's a secure site. Uh, I don't do banking online. It starts out, it, it, the information technology kind of started out with the internet. That's all great. And then it was like, oh, in addition to like it being an online encyclopedia, now you can shop online. Then it was, well, you can bank online. You can pay bills online. Now there's all these apps to where you can actually pay each other and pay for vendors and, and you know, transfer money. There's Zelle Pay. 
There's, and then I hear about this one that is being used by vendors called Venmo. And I don't do anything online. And when then I see this article, somebody had said to me, well, you got to at least do Venmo because that's the way that you can, you can pay different vendors for different products and services. And then sure enough, I read that Venmo, uh, it, you know, has really sketchy privacy um, settings and stuff. And it's kind of a mess over at Venmo. So, you know, I, I, how can people, if they're going to, if they don't want to be like me and shelter themselves away, how can people be sure that they're not, you know, taking unknown risks with their identities and with their money? Well, you gave me a lot there. <laughs> well, I, that, you're the expert, and I know you can unpack it, Eddie. Yes, ma'am. So if you would allow me, I'll, I'll take those kind of one at a time. Yes. Uh, so I think, uh, number one, you identified the fact that there is a, a subset of our population who does not want to use technology because they have reservations about what can happen. And that's uh, absolutely um, a, 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 a good way of looking at it from one perspective. Then you have others who they don't know any other way to operate. So typically when I'm looking at that group, I'm looking at our under 35 crowd. And if you go under 25, you're talking about a group of folks who have stopped carrying money, period. Wow. They don't carry money at all. They do everything digitally. They have their digital online bank accounts. Many have not even stepped foot in a bank. Wow. And so that's where this app Venmo comes in at. Because okay. when they want to uh, split a tab at, at dinner, go to the movies, whatever it may be, just the way you and I might say, hey, go Google this particular subject, mm-hmm. Google has become a verb. Venmo has become a verb. Really? The, the young folks said to each other, well, just Ven- I'll Venmo you the payment. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. And- um, but, you know, are, are we – I, I – I, um, I'm a member of LifeLock, and I've got everything on LifeLock, and I am constantly getting emails from them. This place was breached. Just They just emailed me a couple days ago that Macy's had had a breach. We all know what happened with Target. I am getting emails constantly and notifications from LifeLock about breaches. I can't understand this laissez-faire attitude, Eddie, of people just transferring their money all over the place and putting their bank accounts, credit cards, and all this kind of stuff out there. Uh, to me, uh, maybe I'm – am I being overly cautious Well, I never say that anyone's being overly cautious. I believe that whatever is best for an individual, they should stick with that and not let anyone else dictate uh, their behavior. And so uh, I would never say that. But I will say that we have a a new generation of folks that, again, this is all they know, and so this is how they're operating. So with those individuals, and I approach that when I'm dealing with folks as a a coach, I spent the first 20 years of my life professionally in technology, which is why I still talk about these things. But when I'm coaching individuals, I ask them to think about their digital footprint and think about what they're leaving behind. Uh, In some cases, I'm talking about their image as to what they're putting on Facebook and Mm -hmm. Snapchat and things like that, Mm -hmm. where you are leaving a permanent trail of your behavior. But in this case, we're talking about your financial behavior. Does everyone need to know that you gave X amount of dollars to a specific person for a specific event? Do you want that permanent trail out there? And unfortunately, that's what these type of applications do. So in some ways, they're a very good thing. They make things convenient. And for some folks, they feel like not having cash on them is safe. Yeah. <laughs> but for others, they feel like it's a, it's, a, it's a real threat to, as you say, their identity. 
Well, you know, I'm not saying that I got uh, all my cash under a mattress, Eddie. Um, I'm not like those, you know, but that that was the way people you back when people were fearful of leaving their money in the banks, they would put all their money on the mattress. Um, but, you know, at least we've got, you know, FDIC to protect us if a bank implodes or something. Um, but, you know, I, there may come a time in which I am forced to do electronic, you know, means of transferring money in here and there beyond just, you know, writing checks and paying directly to people or giving my credit card directly. I shop brick and mortar. And I shop brick and mortar in part just because I love brick and mortar and I want to support people. I love people that take a chance and start a business and support a, and that's why I don't shop on Amazon or eBay because I like to support mom and pops. I like to shop local and support retailers. There may come a time in which I'm forced to do more electronic stuff, but in the meantime, I'm just concerned about it. And when I read about Venmo that there was an issue that you know people can see your, all your transactions and who you're giving money to, it's, you know, that that's as much an issue as it is just the threat of, of having your, you know, money stolen from you or your identity stolen. And I just want people to be cautious and be aware. Final thought. Well, you're absolutely correct. I believe everyone should uh, take care. Data is the new oil. So we want to protect our data at all costs because it is valuable. Every app, every website has settings. And I would encourage anyone to examine those settings Check the privacy, secure them. If you're going to use those online tools, use them carefully and be circumspect about your utilization. All right. Eddie Turner, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got more to talk about on the other side. We've got an update on the uh, Toronto attack, uh, the shooting that happened. Uh, interesting uh, between what the police told the local residents was going on and the possible motives and some of the information that actually came out about that. We're going to talk about that and then some more college crazy. The attack on sisterhood happening in the Northeast. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts star 11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. 
S-T-A-R-1-1 to 85850. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. The best way to overhaul a culture is to change the way it thinks. Here's one major way to change cultural thinking. Stifle the free exchange of ideas. This is what's happening in California right now. Assembly Bill 2943 would make it an unlawful business practice to engage in a transaction aimed at promoting, quote, sexual orientation change efforts with an individual, end quote. This pernicious bill is an attempt to silence those who want to help people with unwanted sexual feelings. Many religious and non-religious people agree that we flourish when we honor the basic design of our bodies for both sexual practice and personal identity. This bill is Orwellian, silencing those who seek to provide help and wholeness to people who are reaching out. California legislators ought to do what the people have elected them to do, protect free speech and enable people to live a free life. I'm Owen Strand. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170 if you would like to chime in. Also, I'm starting to get more emails on my website, andreakshow.com. You can also email me through the website here at am1170theanswer.com. Give me your thoughts and your your feedback, your topic suggestions. Someone suggested that I do a segment on whether or not uh, about the gold standard. So we're going to possibly talk about that with Al Rod Thursday night. They're going to be back. Got to go around the world right now. Um, you know, there's been so much uh, going on, speaking of hyperbole, about uh, Trump and his interactions with Iran over uh, Twitter, people hysterical, kind of reminiscent of how they were about Trump when he first took office and he was doing some tweeting back and forth between him and Rocket Man. Oh, my gosh, he's going to get us into the Third World War. Uh, then what ended up happening? Trump ended up having happen, having the summit. And at what uh, did we get so far out of North Korea? We got uh, three hostages returned to us. We got the beginnings of our heroes who um, are um, P, uh, prisoners of war, the remains. And I don't even know if they were just prisoners of war or if they were just the remains of U.S. heroes that had died over there in the Korean uh, War now being returned to us. And then on top of it, as if that wasn't already getting more from North Korea than we have given, because we still have our sanctions going on with North Korea. On top of that, NOCO has begun dismantling key facilities in its main uh, satellite launch site. And this was uh, verified under satellite images taken July 20 through July uh, 22nd. Of course, the detractors are saying it hasn't gone far enough. Well, you know, it, it, this is progress. 
This is absolutely progress going on with North Korea. Uh, to our Canadian friends to the north of us, you know, that's uh, the land in which they look down their noses at us, uh, 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 U.S. Uh, Americans. And uh, particularly when it comes to immigration and Trudeau saying that the way to fight Islamic extremism and Islamic terror is by giving them a hug. Well, that evidently hasn't worked. Uh, there was a, a shooting uh, in, in a Toronto neighborhood, neighborhood that involved the killing of a 10-year-old girl and a young woman. Uh, wounded 13 others. They initially said that they saw no link to terrorism. The shooter's name was Faisal Hussein. The narrative that was pushed out initially from this man's family was that he had had mental health issues, which has been the narrative that's been pushed here in the States. That's That was pushed after Parkland. It's That's uh, the, the narrative that's, that's uh, being pushed in order to go after guns as an effort for gun control. Canada has very strict gun controls. The, the police officers in, in Toronto have, have not said how this guy got a gun in the first place, in spite of the fact, just like Chicago, strictest gun controls in the United States of America. And you know what? Major gun uh, shooting and murder is going on. Come to find out. This man, in spite of the narrative that was pushed by Toronto saying they had no idea, uh, they did not suspect terrorism. The family comes out and says that it was a mental health issues. He uh, was on terrorist websites, visited the ISIS websites and expressed support for the terrorist groups. And they were looking, they're looking into whether or not he lived in Afghanistan and possibly Pakistan at some point. Of course, they go on to say that there's no evidence that ISIS was behind the attack. Yeah, so that so now that it's been revealed that sure enough that it was about Islamic terrorism, now they got to say, well, he was a lone wolf. Remember the words of Dr. Gorka: the term lone, lone wolf is a term meant to make you stupid. Okay, it doesn't have to be just because it's not coordinated by ISIS doesn't mean it was not done on behalf of Islamic terrorism. And and that what we also don't know about this man is how he and his family. Uh, ended up in Canada. They were all living in a, um, uh, they don't call it the projects there in Canada, but basically that's what it was. So it's sounding to me like this family might have been part of a refugee program. That's yet to be uh, uh, revealed to us as well. We know what's going on in many of the parts of the world where we bring all these refugees in, whether it's Germany and beyond. And we know, as Katie Hopkins has talked about here on the Andrea K. Show, that London is now what she calls Londonistan. She says you're more likely in London to be the victim of an have acid and a classic Islamic extremist attack in your face. You're more likely to have that done in London than in Afghanistan. It happened the other day on Saturday where three uh, tossed acid in the face of a three-year-old boy in London which is absolutely horrific. This is go- this has um these terrorist these terrorist inspired acid attacks have happened now hundreds of times. Um it has happened uh 465 times. 465 times. Primarily they're attacking 75% of the suspected attackers um are male and so are the victims coincidentally. It, typically the ages of the victims are between 10 and 29. They are targeting children these are islamic radicals being brought into these countries president trump wanted to stop that from happening here and coming to this country didn't have time to get to a report my college crazy report attack on sisterhood but stay tuned tomorrow night show
We'll get to that one. We'll bring that to you. And I'm curious, I uh, want to hear from you guys. Email me at andreakshow.com. Give me your topic uh, suggestions. I did want to, um, I might as well wrap. I've got some time to give a little sad report. It is uh, racetrack season here in San Diego. And I don't know if you heard this, DJ Carrot Sticks. There was an issue that happened. Uh, the jockey who won the Triple Crown in 2015 riding American Pharaoh uh, fell and broke his neck because a horse on the track evidently had a heart attack and died on the track, which is which is just heartbreaking. Uh, the good news for the jockey is that he's not paralyzed and he's set to be released. He broke, I think it was the C3 on his vertebrae, which was just a tragic accident um, at the Del Mar racetrack. So, uh, um, sad story, um, but we're relieved that the jockey actually is okay. But again, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Facebook, email me at andreakshow.com. Give me your topics and suggestions. Be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thank you to the listeners and to my guests. Love you all. Have a great night. And eat cookie dough. Don't listen to what somebody tells you about eggs and salmonella. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.